Do you feel like motherhood is mundane? A lot of mornings you wake up feeling like you lack joy or purpose. Do you also want to invite God into your mom life, your marriage, and your life in general, but you just don't know how? Do you feel tired, like you have no time, and you're always putting yourself last? Hi, I am Jill Warball a Christian mom life coach, and I'll be showing you each episode how to make time for you, your relationship with Jesus, and others. I'll teach you how to grow with God and apply his word to your everyday life. And most importantly, I'll be cheering you on each week, reminding you that you do have purpose and that you are worthy of a great future. You can find satisfaction in motherhood. I'm going to show you that you can live intentionally with less stress, more joy, all while serving God and others. So grab your Bible and get ready to be transformed. This is the Faithful Mama Podcast, a place where we learn to fill up on Jesus so that we can pour into others. Listen in. Hey friends, how are you all? I I hope that you guys enjoyed the series that we did of Lies Exposed. I'd love to hear how they impacted you and I'd love to hear if you liked um, the series, if it's something that you'd like to see in the future where we do a series and some interviews. Um, it was the first time I ever did interviews and how blessed I was to interview such amazing women. I felt just honored to speak with Emily from Starving the Fairy Tale and Nyla, um, who is a life coach and nutritionist about such important topics, um, just how the world and Satan tries to sell us these lies and it can really easily just distract us and we can easily believe them and buy into them. And I just knew that that was such an important message for us mamas who are just buying these lies and we're falling for Satan's schemes. And it doesn't only make our souls feel empty, but it also affects our motherhood and our marriages and our friendships. And so I just hope that it was super beneficial for um, you guys. If you haven't listened to them, um, you can go back now. They were the last three episodes. But today we're going to embark on our last three episodes of the season. And then we're going to be taking a break and not come back until after the kids start school. So this episode is all about the virtuous wife, the Proverbs 31 woman. So the Proverbs 31 woman has always been someone I revered. She constantly is used and talked about in Bible studies and women's ministries, but for the first time ever, after studying her multiple times in the last six years, this time God revealed the simplicity of the Proverbs 31 woman to me. And now you're probably like, simplicity, man. I mean, 
that's a long list if you know who the Proverbs 31 woman is. So for those of you who don't know who that is, it's a section in the Bible in the book of Proverbs, and it's written by a king named Lemuel. He wrote this section, and it was actually his mother's wisdom that he writes. She basically, his mother basically tells him that, you know, when you look for love, when you look for a wife, look for this and this kind of woman, look for this kind of wife. So let me just read you this. It's a good reminder for all of us who know the Proverbs 31 woman, but for those of us who don't, it's good to, I think, kind of reflect on what she says uh, uh, the wife of noble character should be or the virtuous wife should be. So it says, a wife of noble character who can find. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like merchant ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. She considers a field and buys it. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet. She makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants their sashes. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. So here's this woman. She's got a husband who has full confidence in her. She brings him nothing but good, never harm. She works eagerly with her hands. Um, She brings in food from far. She provides her family with food. She buys fields and then with her earnings, She plants a vineyard to make more money, to make, you know, whatever from the vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong. She trades. Her lamp does not go out at night, which means she stays up late. And then it goes on to say later on that she basically also is up before the dawn. So it's like, okay, she never sleeps. (laughs) And... She works hard. She opens her arms to the poor. She's giving. She doesn't fear. She's clothed in fine linen, so she looks good. Her husband's respected. She also um, makes linen garments and sells them. And she supplies the men at the, like the merchants with with their belts. Um, she has no fear. 
She's wise. All these things. Her husband calls her, praises her. Her children call her blessed. She's just this amazing woman, right? And so all the times that I've written that, I mean, read that and studied that and just really tried to dig in. Okay, who is she really? Let me read each section. Okay, her husband has full confidence in her. She brings him good. She works. I'm like, I really get into that. And I think, okay, I need to work hard. I need to provide food for my family and cook. And I need to go to bed late, you know, folding laundry and wake up early, you know, working, you know, doing dishes and, and like, I don't need to sleep that much. I need to be, I need to look good at all times. I need to not fear. Like I'm, I'm putting this, it's it's basically a laundry list of perfect qualities and they wear me out and, and maybe they do to, to you too. And they make me feel so inadequate when I really start digging in. But this time it was different. And this time when I read it, I was like, oh my gosh. I started digging into virtu- the virtuous woman. Like what does virtuous mean? The, the, uh, a noble woman, a noble wife. When I started to look up these words, it came down to it that she is capable. That was it. It's really the capable woman. A woman with feminine strength. That's what it was when I looked up these words, the definitions. And I'm like, and God's like making it so clear to me, Jill, you're just a a, a noble wife, a good wife, a good mom is a capable one. A a, A woman, a mom, a wife that shows feminine strength. And then when I really started thinking about that, like in my soul, I'm like, oh my gosh, how many times have I come across something in my home that I needed to do and I've been like, babe, can you help me? (laughs) Or texted my husband like, oh my gosh, like this just happened and I don't know what to do. Like as if I'm this weak, uncapable human. And the very first part of Proverbs 31 says, her husband has full confidence in her because he knows she's capable. She is the capable woman. So some, like, it's just crazy to me that all this time I kept looking at each individual thing and like, how can I do, you know, how can I work more eager with my hands? How can I provide food for my family? How can I, you know, consider like how I work and bringing, bring in earnings and, and maybe I need to not sleep as much. And I was looking at all these things individually and stressing myself out when the truth was, is that she's at the end of the day, it's just what she does is she's capable at these things that she puts her hand to. So it's a woman who embodies feminine strength. She laughs at the days to come because she is strong and capable and dignified. Some versions say that she laughs without fear of the future. Like 
How many of us have fears that we bring to our husbands? How many of us have fears when we're taking care of our sick children? Like, how many times do these fears overwhelm us and make us act like we're weak and not capable of taking another step further? So when you take on your children each day, like we should be strong and capable and authoritative with them. Yes, we are the nurturers. Yes, we are strong. Yes, like we're supposed to be this this loving, soft place for them. But we are also the place that God, the hands that God put put our children in to discipline them and, and take care of them and teach them the things that they need to get done and how to behave. And sometimes that doesn't always look, look soft. That looks strong. I just recently was reading something about discipline and how children really do need discipline. And if you look at how a mare, which is a strong woman horse and how she deals with her little baby colts and how the big strong dad thinks he's in charge but really he's not it's the mother it's the mare who's in charge right and the colts start misbehaving and what the mom does when they do as soon as like one of the colts starts like kicking another colt and starts like kind of teasing him or messing with them the way that kids do with their brothers and sisters, the mare will actually run off the baby colt and run him off far in a distance where they can still see the the mom and the other colts, but she kind of runs them far out and keeps her distance and comes back to the rest of her colts and just squares off at them and stares at them. And that's scary for a colt because they're herd animals and these herd animals don't like the distance. They don't like to be alone, and especially baby colts. So soon enough, the baby starts deciding, the small colt starts deciding, oh, like, I don't want to be distant from my mom. But the mom stays squared off and tough. And the colt starts saying, like, with his the way his head moves and eyes move, like, can I come back, mom? Like, please let me back in. And then eventually the mom kind of opens herself herself up to the colt and allows him back into the circle. But she's strong. She's authoritative. She runs him off away from the rest of them. And she's distant and cold to teach him a lesson. And I don't know about you, but I've struggled as a mom in that area thinking like, I don't want to upset my child because I just love them so much. I don't want to make them feel like I'm cold to them or um, like make them feel sad and all of these things. But we need to. That's how they learn. And what you find out about these horses is that when you treat them the way that the mother treats the mare, they're act, they can actually be ready in like a couple weeks to, to ride. And without that type of treatment, they're not disciplined to be able to be these good disciplined, beautiful creatures that they're meant to be. 
And so it just is such a parallel to us as moms. Like we should be strong and capable and authoritative. Our kids should not mistreat us or disrespect us. Um, they should see us as strong. They Even our boys, they should be scared of us to a degree um, and respect us. And then like our husbands should feel so like confident in us because they know like she can do it. This woman is a strong, capable woman and I have full confidence in her that she can do it, that she can care for my home when I'm at work, that she can do well in her job to help, you know, support our family. All the things that we put our hand to as women, we should be strong and capable. So to be honest, after last week when God really put that message into my heart, I started to walk around like, am I, when a hard moment would come, am I being a strong, capable woman in this moment? When I'm working on my home, when I'm cleaning, when I'm dealing with my kids, when I'm tired, am I being capable? And it was actually empowering. It was an empowering message message from the Lord for me in my own life to show the Lord I am capable, I to show my husband, to show my kids I am capable. Like God has equipped me. So like when you actually look at the laundry list, it's just saying that in Proverbs 31 that when she works, she's fully capable. When she does her job, she's fully capable. When she spends money, she's fully capable. When she cares for people, the poor, she's fully capable. When it comes to the future, she's fully capable. When she speaks, she's fully capable. When everything she does, she's fully capable. And then at the end, it says, charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. So basically, she is a woman who fears the Lord. And in fearing the Lord, you become a capable woman. Why? Because your strength is in the Lord. You know that the Lord equips you for whatever it is that you are supposed to do on a daily basis. If you're leaning on him, he is your strength. You are capable because you are his. We can easily be an uncapable and weak woman. We all can, and we will all fail at times. And a lot of times, I think women kind of like go to neutral in that as like, oh, I'm just a woman who's, you know, gentle and I need your help, like a damsel in distress. And we can depend on everyone else and we can become the victim and we can live that out every day. Or we can walk around remembering that we are strong, that we are capable, that we are equipped because God says we are. So let me ask you, does your husband see you as fully capable? Do your children look at you and think she's such a capable mom and call you on you to do things that take strength and ability and wisdom to do? 
Do you walk around in full confidence in the one who holds your future and who equips you for all your tasks, being that that is the Lord? After I read that and after God put it on my heart about what the Proverbs 31 woman really is, he was like, a Proverbs 31 woman feels this way. And it was Psalm 46. And she believes that God is her refuge and strength and ever-present help when she's in trouble, trouble. Therefore, she will not fear, though the earth gives way. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. That is the Proverbs 31 woman. Dear Lord, we're just so humbled at your word. The way you reveal it to us when we're ready when you're ready to shape our hearts and our minds towards who you've called us to be. Lord, I pray all the women that listen and all the women that you reveal this message to, that you remind us that we are fully capable, that you have given us that feminine strength, that you have equipped us and made us strong by your power, that we are not victims but we are victors with you, Lord. You are our strength. You have called us, you have equipped us, and you have made us so capable. We are the Proverbs 31 woman. If only we could rest in your power today and every day as we face each and every task, we ask that you call us and remind that in each of our hearts and our minds and our souls every single day as we go about our work and dealing with our homes and our children and our husbands, Lord. Make us capable, strong women, Lord. We ask you this in your holy and precious name. Amen. Hey, friend. Have you heard? I created a free mini course just for you. It's called the Divine Destiny Mini Course. This course will take you from unmotivated, messy motherhood to understanding your divine destiny that was placed on your life from God. I know what it feels like to be completely stuck. I was so lost and lacked direction and without direction, there's just no motivation. But this will take you from feeling like you are going in circles to growing with God. It will take you from feeling lost and unseen to motivated and clear on where God wants you to go. I promise this will empower each role of your life and inspire you to be the best version of yourself. After this course, you will be excited for your future and all that is to come. So what do you say? Let me and Jesus hold your hand and walk you into all he has for you. You can find the mini course in the show notes or on my website at jillroarball.com. I can't wait for you to be inspired. Thank you 
you so much for listening to the Faithful Mama podcast, a place where we fill up on Jesus so we can pour into others. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to head over to the ratings and review section. And if this is something that you know will touch another mama's heart, please share it with her. And as always, stay faithful.